Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the law. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is put an end to my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. We're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can And welcome to the show called the Steeler Hangover, where we recap the game that happened the day before. And of course, it's the off season, so not too much happening as far as games, unless you're talking about bickering from former players. Those games will continue. But as I was talking to my uh, good friend Tony Defio um, by text earlier on today, it's less than two months before the start of the regular season. Actually, not really the regular season, but what's going to start is basically the makings of the regular season because it will be training camp, my friends, and I'm really excited for it. So when Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers sang that the waiting is the hardest part, they definitely are not kidding. Welcome once again to the Steelers Hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. Joining us shortly will be our good friend, 
Tony Defio. So happy Memorial Day if you're listening to it on Monday live. It is Memorial Day. I hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. So much for us to go over and uh, so much happening in your neck of the woods, too. So we'd love to hear from you. The guest call in is 347-850-8581. And with that being said, we'll, what we'll do is I have a little mishap today. So what happens here in Steeler Nation? on this call, and uh, we're hoping to hear from our good friend, Tony Defio in just a moment. Tony, are you here? Oh, yeah. Hi, Brian. Sorry, sorry I misunderstood uh, earlier. I thought uh, you, you were in. Uh, I messed up, too, so we're both in. Well, we're good. you didn't almost catch your house on fire, my friend. So <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> no, I didn't even do it with a turkey fire this time. So um, <laughs> I was trying to rush to get ready for the show. I was trying to uh, get everything all together, and I uh, was taking the burgers off the grill. We had vegetables on the grill, baked potatoes, and I like to dress my burgers up a little bit and uh, with uh, some seasoning, some sauce, and it all dripped out, and next thing you know, there were flames coming from my grill right when the show was ready to start and Tony was waiting on me. So, I called him up real quick, and the cool customer Tony Defio is. He just laughed and said, all right, no problem. <laughs> so that is uh, exactly what happened. Um, thanks, quick thinking for my wife, who just said, you know, if you have a grease fire, use baking soda, which I never would have thought. I was trying to get tongs with the foil and trying to put it out, and it was it was just, it was a clinic and what not to do in those situations. But uh, so I'm I'm back where I'm more comfortable, where I belong on this show, where some of you might uh, disagree with me on that, and that's fine as well. But, Tony, how has your Memorial Day weekend been so far, my friend? Well, it's been pretty quiet. I um, I went to see my niece in her parade this morning, her school's parade, or the neighborhood parade, I should say, and uh, pretty much sat around all day and watched TV because I don't know how to grill, so I can never uh, – Aspire to do that, so so you're already one step ahead of me. <laughs> I haven't even tried. I haven't even tried to grill, so wasn't pretty good. So happy Memorial Day to you and to everybody out there. Well, thank you very much. Um, and I, I I'm very glad that uh, you know I've been looking on Facebook and I I've, I've been noticing that uh, a lot of people are more in touch with what Memorial Day is all about, and it's not to be confused with Veterans Day. It is to honor for the people that passed away um, in service of our country. And I know a family that's a Gold Star family, and I got to see a gold, there was a Gold Star special on the uh, on the USA Network this weekend. It was really great to watch, and they highlighted uh, this, this individual. And uh, it makes you really proud and gives you a lot of time to think about the people that, that – uh, you know, pay the ultimate price and uh, brave enough to give all for what we have today and uh, to give me the ability to uh, 
have a house and a family and uh, the ability to burn it down like I almost did today. <laughs> and I'm not trying to belittle anybody that I'm honoring. I'm just saying if I mean, we have so many freedoms that we just don't understand. And uh, I really appreciate that. So if they do show that again on the USA Network, that is just definitely something to watch. So after that was over on the USA Network, they started the Harry Potter Marathon. So, you know, I, I head first into that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, when I wasn't outside this weekend, I spent it with my good friend Harry Potter as well, because that's, that's something that I uh, I never turn away for some reason. But uh, Steelers, man, you told me on our text today that you can't believe that it's been six months of the drama in the off season, and uh, and I was saying before you came on, there were no games yesterday, but the games kind of continue with with the talk and uh, people trying to stay relevant and. Uh, we did have a caller last week mention that, you know, I mean, of course you're not going to say anything about your employers while you're still employed there. Um, so that's something that's resonated with me as well. I uh, I don't know with the loose cannon that, that uh, Joey Porter has um, been in the past and uh, with how relevant that is with the whole Ben Roethlisberger situation, but I'm ready to put the Ben Roethlisberger leadership uh, um, debate behind us. Um, what's your thoughts on Joey Porter real quick, and then we can just put that to rest. Well, I mean, I was kind of frustrated with, with that whole thing, that segment, because once again, you're making an, uh, an outrage, well, not outrageous. I mean, maybe it's true. We don't know. We're not in that locker room, but give us some examples, you know, and, and the host, of that segment didn't, you know, she, she asked Terrell Davis, you know, a, for a good example, and he, he talked about John Elway and uh, going to to the coaches about easing up in practice. Okay, that's a, that's a great positive example of using your power. If you're going to accuse somebody of using or abusing his power, well, give us an example, and, and that's what I had a problem with. And, and you know, I mean, listen, I love Jerry Porter. I, I have great affection for him. I think he was a great leader, but, I mean, if you're going to attack a guy that you spent seven or eight years of your football career with and, 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 and just do it like, you know, like you spend 10 minutes with him, to me that was, that, that's totally unfair of for Porter to say that without providing examples. That was my main problem with that. And you, you know what I want to hear from Joey Porter as I go ahead and put this to rest and put this behind it? Because uh, there's always going to be a disconnect with somebody that's no longer with, it, with the organization. I want to hear – about uh, the future of the Steelers. And uh, he had admitted in an interview this week that Devin Bush can have an instant impact on the Steelers' defense. And that's something that that I want to hear. And, you know, he gave examples of what the guy can do. Uh, That might be him also also auditioning for other teams with with knowledge of defense. And, hey, I'm all for that too. I mean, I I hope his his coaching uh, continues. But – it's not continuing with the Pittsburgh Steelers as uh, as he's moving forward. So I want to put that to rest. But uh, wish Joey Porter the best of luck. And look, I I don't really want to hear too much more about the whole Ben Roethlisberger thing. It's uh, we the apology was levied. Um, you know what? I'm not putting it to rest. I'm just gonna say one more thing, Tony. 
one thing that he mentioned in his interview that like the apology was too late, but he's not picking up the phone anyways if he's upset. So that kind of is what Antonio Brown did because a lot of it and it come out that uh, after he was upset um, that last week in December, Antonio Brown received phone calls from Mike Tomlin, from the organization, from Ben Roethlisberger, from a few players, and he ignored them all. So it's pretty hard to apologize um, if somebody won't pick up the phone. So it's kind of a double-edged sword there. I, You know, it, it's a lose-lose situation when uh, when somebody won't pick up the phone. So, I mean, have you ever had that situation? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, if 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 somebody's unwilling to, to even talk to you, how can you apologize to them? And, you know, it's well documented that he, he, you know, meaning Antonio Brown left, you know, he was, he was, he went AWOL and that was it. You know, he never really interacted with anybody, you know, as far as anybody that's high up within the organization, meaning or people that he had a problem with Ben and Thomas specifically. So how can you clear the air if with somebody, if he's not willing to talk to you? I mean, maybe he, maybe he apologized to him via text. We, well, we don't know this. We just don't know. So, you know, for for Joey Porter to say, well, he apologized too late. Well, how do you know the interactions that they had with each other at that point in time? He he, he might not know either. So, well, yeah, we will go ahead and put that to bed. And I, uh, let's talk about some exciting things. And this is very exciting to me. Um, it's about the NFL draft, and you know how much of a fan I am of the NFL draft. I know you are as well. We've been through a couple NFL drafts together um, by texting on the phone and doing the show. Um, this is what I'm excited about. As a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you've got to love the fact that the NFL has awarded the 2021 draft to Cleveland and the 2023 draft to Kansas City. So if those two cities can go ahead and have enough hotel rooms, have be able to host the draft, then – Pittsburgh could as well. Wouldn't you agree? Well, yeah. I mean, the infrastructure in Pittsburgh is much better than it, than it has been, you know. And, and you know, the David L. Lawrence Revenge Center would be a perfect place to hold it. But you know, or, or the PPG Arena. I mean, there's so many places you can hold it here now. And, and if, like you said, Cleveland. You said Kansas City is the other one. You know, if they can do it, then Pittsburgh certainly can do it. And obviously, we have a lot of football fans here. So uh, you said 21 and 23. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Uh, 24, 25. Well, 22. 22. Oh, 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 I mean, 22 hasn't been taken. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd be great. But I've talked to my buddies. So I talked to my buddies on draft day. And when we we realized it was way too late to go to Nashville. I mean, in fact, I for some reason, I wasn't equating the fact that it was in Nashville until, like, draft week. And that's another city. I mean, Nashville's a great city. And it's I feel that if they can host an NFL draft um, on Broadway like they did, then uh, Pittsburgh could as well. I mean, what's it, what's it called? Stage AE? Is that is that the name of the stage that they do a lot of concerts there? Yeah, down on the North Shore. Yeah, it's pretty popular. Yeah, that's. Uh... So I mean, there's there's plenty of things, plenty of things that they could possibly do. That that would be amazing for them to go ahead and get that. Um, I would love it, and I I would think that they've thrown their helmet in the ring 
to go ahead and try to get that. Um, and I love the, the draft in Nashville. I thought it was fantastic. I thought Philly did a good job. I thought, uh, and I also thought uh, Chicago and, and if I'm not mistaken, Dallas had a last year. And that's great. I remember the NHL did a few drafts in Pittsburgh, and I realized the gravity of the NHL draft isn't near what it is of the extravaganza of the NFL. But that's something that would be really exciting. Um, uh, but I talked to my buddies, and when we found out about Cleveland this week, I called them up. I said, boys, get the passes from the wise now, because in two <laughs> years, we're going. And Amen to that. We're in. Because Vegas, <laughs> Vegas is tough. Right, I mean, yeah. I can't do Vegas next year. Plus, you don't want me in Vegas. There, there's too many things in Vegas that, that would just... Yeah, it'd be a tough sell to watch. Yeah, well, I, let's put it this way. I had a lot of bachelor parties in Vegas. In fact, I had my own bachelor <laughs> party in Vegas, and and uh, I was on my best behavior, especially at mine. Um, I can't say other bachelor parties before I met my wife did I have great behavior, but um, I, I will say that I, I was on very good behavior, but the story that we have from our Vegas trips, which was my group was about five or six um, in the 2000s. Um, I would probably say that uh, that the hangover might have taken a few stories from them. Um, <laughs> and and it, it's, it's funny, one of our uh, one of our main buddies that we lost one time um, had the same name. I'm not going to mention his name. Had the same name as the guy that was uh, missing on the rooftop in the hangover. And when we saw that, we were like, oh, that's, uh, that, that's too perfect. But we yeah, never Mike, stole yeah. the tiger. We never ended up with Mike Tyson. Um, but there's a lot of things that we can talk about. But that's for a different show on a different network. Um, lots of things going on in the NFL. And we would be remiss, Tony, to uh, not to mention the uh, the passing of a great football player, one of the most important football players in history, if you ask me, because of his contribution to the beginning of the Super Bowl era. We talk about Vince Lombardi all the time, but it's the star quarterback of the Packers who passed away yesterday at age 85, Bart Starr. What can you tell me about, you know, you and I both didn't get to see him play. We're only a highlight. But what do you tell me, what do you know about Bart Starr and his contributions? Well, I mean, there's a player, I think he was one of the most underrated quarterbacks ever. He's, he's so overlooked. I mean, he's the only quarterback who's ever won three straight championships, as far as I, I believe that's, that's, that's right. You know, I know he definitely won the first two Super Bowls. And he won the, the Packers won the NFL championship the year before that, so that's that's that nine and one record in the playoffs, highest postseason quarterback rating of all time. I mean, here's a guy who, who, he knew the importance of leadership from the quarterback standpoint, and how the quarterback was kind of separate from the rest of the guys, and how he was treated by the coach. He went to the boy, always berating me, dressing me down in front of everybody else. You can't do that to me if you want me to lead these guys on the field. And the body treated them differently from that point on. So, like, bringing it back to Ben in a way, you know, a quarterback has to be treated differently in order to get the respect 
of his teammates because he's essentially a boss on the field, so or a coach on the field. So, you know, he he, he was such a uh, you know, and this is he played in an era before West Coast offense, so you know he had a little bit tougher quarterback. Quarterbacks had to take more chances back then, and yet he finished when when he retired. He had the highest uh, pat, uh, uh, completion percentage of all time, you know, and 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 you know he played for for a coach who who loved the run, and yet, you know, when it came time, when, you know, brass tacks, he was money in the playoffs. I mean, five championships, and uh, to really put a bow on everything, can you imagine, like, a Tom Brady or a Joe Montana or, or something like that, Peyton Manning, coming out of retirement, or not out of retirement, but retiring and then going on to coach in the NFL? I mean, could you even picture Tom Brady as a coach? You know, and so, yeah, Vincent Barty, or I'm sorry, uh, Bart Starr coached, for uh, for seven years, you know, he coached the Packers in, 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 in the worst possible time for that franchise. You know, they went from being the top of the mountain in the 60s to basically irrelevant as far as football was concerned in the 70s. And he tried to he tried his best to, to bring them out of that hole. He couldn't do it, unfortunately. But my favorite quote, you know, somebody quoting, you know, Bart, you know uh, the kind of player Bart Starr was, um, he said, you know, off the field he was described as, you know, just meek and mild. His dad didn't think he was tough enough. The bar didn't think he was competitive. said, you know, extemporary. He said, you know, off the field, nicest guy in the world, on the field, so tear your guts out. Tear your heart out. That's the kind of competitor he was, and, and that's something, something I can relate to, and I've always respected what Bart Starr gave to the game of football, and he'll, he'll be truly missed. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. That, that is very true. And, uh, you, you know, I think of him just from, uh, I can't not think of uh, the great, the late, great John Fuxenda and NFL Films um, with uh, Barsaw and the Green Bay <laughs> Packers on the icy tundra. Of Lambeau Field. I mean, I just think of ice Great water stuff. in his veins. You know, he played in the ice ball. Ice ball. Those were the those were the days where men were men, and everybody else was nervous on the football field because these guys. They, he he was like the ultimate guy to me, and uh, he will be missed. And I have a a friend that is a big Green Bay Packers fan, and I've. Uh, I've been calling him, and he hasn't been answering his phone. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> I, I need to send a, a party to his house pretty soon. But I ran into his wife today and, and said that uh, that uh, he seems to be okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, you know, this is, of course, this is a football show, but I would be remiss if I did not bring up a uh, sports death that occurred today that I just, I mean, I just learned this in the last half hour. Um, I did not know anything about it, so I didn't get a chance to look into it except for the cause of death, but uh, the sports world will mourn a class gentleman and someone that I've always, uh, uh, I've always loved, and that was uh, 
the great Bill Buckner. Uh, Gondade is 69, who uh, died from complications of Lewy body dementia. Um, horrible, horrible news to me. Um, this 69 to me is way too young. And um, his contribution in sports with the class, the way he handled just a baseball. Just the way he humanized the game of baseball to me because of uh, what happened in October of 1986 when that ground ball went through his leg. And I had always remembered him as just a scrappy great player before that happened. And I loved Bill Buckner even more after it happened. We were in 10th grade, Tony, I, I believe. And no, I was in 10th grade. You might um, you might have graduated a year after me. I'm not sure. Um, but I will never forget that happening. And uh, I know it was very tough on him. And then in uh, then in later years, he was doing autograph signings with Mookie Wilson. Um, he was on an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm um, with uh, <laughs> with Larry David and about dropping balls and and uh, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And this was just in the last five years or so. Um, but the sports world lost a class guy, and um, I I uh, take, I'm the kind of guy that I take celebrity deaths and athletic deaths pretty hard because. As a fan, I, uh, you know, I'm the kind of guy that I feel like they're a part of my world. And uh, this one was tough for me today as well. So uh, even though it's a football show, I mean, the sports world lost just a Titan, if you ask me. And uh, what are uh, a Titan class? And uh, what are your thoughts on Bill Buckner? Well, I mean, I mean, he was obviously a very accomplished player. He played from the late '60s to 1990. I mean, you don't do that if you don't have, if you don't, if you don't haven't given great moments to the to the game of baseball. So it's a shame that he turned for that one thing. And like you said, he, he's always handled it with class. And I think he's always bared too much of the blame for losing that game. And people don't remember, or maybe they don't want to remember, that the Mets were losing by two runs. They were down five to three with outs. And was, I guess it was extra innings by that point. It was there were two outs and nobody on, and and yet the game was tied by the time that play happened. You know, so you know there was, there was a wild pitch involved that, that that scored the tying run. So Bill Buckner took way too much blame for and handled it with, in the way he did. To me, it's a testament to, to the kind of person he was. And you are right, 69 is way too young. It's a shame. It's a shame that, that he passed. I didn't. I didn't learn of it until a couple hours, I guess, before you did too. So it, it's a sorry for his uh, loss. So we have the Pittsburgh Steelers to continue to talk about. And um, with that being said, just a couple things I'm going to throw at you real quick. Um, some things happening in the OTA. Um, we have Sutton Smith, a guy that I'm really excited about. Um, I, you know, 30 sacks in his in a three-year college career with two of them in the last two years, his sophomore and junior season, is absolutely amazing to me. But he made news in Steeler uh, OTAs this week for playing on the offensive side of the ball, just uh, taking some snaps. Um, what do you make of that? Could that be, uh, could that be just a chance to uh, – 
you know, heighten his chance to make the team with the Steelers um, because at this point he would have to make it maybe as a special teamer? Or do you think that just enhances that his entire uh, portfolio for the Steelers to look at? Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, uh, I, I just, you know, I, I read about it, but I didn't, I never even crossed my mind that he, he could play offense. I mean, he definitely is a little undersized, and he would have to gain probably maybe I'd say 10 or 15 pounds to play outside linebacker, but it's not impossible for him to do that. So I, I honestly don't know what to make of that. I mean, uh, if it's running back, he tried out with the running backs. Is that, is that correct? Or he yeah. worked out with the running backs? Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I don't know. I mean, I think his best, best bet right now is to play special teams, but a player, a player like that, would be willing to do anything that the team asked him to do right now. And if it's running backs, if it's outside linebacker, if it's inside linebacker, anything he can do to make the team and, and, and to make the team better, I think he'd probably be willing to do. So, you know, if they're asking to play receiver at the next uh, at minicamp, he'd probably do it. So I just think yeah. it's, it's, him, it's him trying to, uh, to make himself as versatile as possible. You know, uh, Mike Tomlin likes versatility, so, hey, if he can, if he can uh, uh, score some points with the head coach, uh, uh, I hope he can do it. What position did Rosie Nick play in college at Kent State? Rosie Nick, uh, defensive end? He was a linebacker. I, I, I can't remember, honestly. Yeah, he was, he was a linebacker, so uh, really interesting. Um, so with that being said, uh, not too much going on. Uh, with news of the suspension – for the Patriots of tight end Ben Watson. Um, that's something that impacts the Steelers because that means that's a guy they don't have to face in week one, which means they don't have to face Gronk. They don't have to face Ben Watson now, which uh, could be – look, when, you, when you're talking about the Patriots, you want to beat every team at full strength. But at the Patriots, you know, you take those as tiny little – victories because they keep adding guys. They're going to add another big name um, with some of the guys out there as well. But, uh, you know, I won't be surprised if they traded for Kyle Rudolph at this point. That's just something mm-hmm. that the Patriots do. But they picked up some talent at wide receiver uh, with Demarius Thomas coming in. Um, you know, there's uh, Dontrell Inman just came in, who is a very underrated receiver. So, you know, the Patriots keep on piling on that roster. They've done them on the defensive side of the ball as well. Jamie Collins is back. Um, you know, you, Michael Bennett has joined the team. So, and they brought, they've drafted some very uh, high-profile names, too, when you're talking about uh, Ankel, uh, Ankel Harry and uh, Chase Winovich and Joe Jones. So, uh, a lot of talent. Do you think that gives the Steelers a little bit of a break in Week One, Tony? A little bit. I don't think. I don't think. Obviously, Ben Watson is no Gronk in Gronk's time, but it's definitely he's definitely a, a great professional, Ben Watson. So, you know, he, he's a great veteran. He definitely knows how to play the game of football. So, that, it, you know, he will be missed by them. But like you said, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they went out and you know signed somebody else because you know that's that's what the Patriots do. They're 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 all about okay. We 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 suffered this setback. So we'll, you know, it is a, it is a loss from now on paper, but it'll be interesting to see how the how the Patriots respond to that in, in, in the first week. 
that's that's very true. And you know, I mean, the ultimate adjuster, the ultimate ad libber is Bill Belichick. And I mean, I don't even think it is ad libbing. He's he just finds steps ahead of everybody. And uh, that's how much respect I have for that guy. Um, you could say what you want, and I'm sure you will um, in the comment section. That's fine. But I, I really, uh, what that guy does is just absolutely amazing to me. Um, one more thing to mention before I have a question to ask you about something, and it's this. You still have time to go ahead on the uh, hashtag um, Juju Jersey contest, and I'll get you the actual hashtag because it's something that I really should know, and I don't have it off the top of my head, but I do want to talk about it because all you have to do is go ahead and make a video and go ahead and put it on Twitter. And we've already uh, we've already had a couple, and I uh, I remember seeing the first one come through. I'm like, all right, they're thinking about this because the first one that we saw was a tribute to. Uh, um, Bougie, Juju's dog, and uh, I, I thought it was actually uh, pretty clever. So, um, with that being said, definitely sign up for this. You know, it doesn't have to be long. It could be a 20-second video. Um, doesn't have to be anything amazing. You do want to, you know, keep it clean. Definitely do that. Um, but uh, with that being said. You can win the jersey of your size. You can go what size you want. It could be a ju- any Juju jersey um, from, like I said, small to 3XL. And uh, you can do whatever you want. If Juju catches wind of this and he sees this, you're going to get the equivalent of a million likes right there. So it's a, it's just it's an amazing opportunity. It's something fun that we're doing, and we're going to continue to do fun stuff here. Um, so we're hoping that uh, Team Team Juju goes ahead and likes your video as well. So uh, be sure to go ahead and tag BTSC in the tweet, at BT Steel Curtain. Um, that's pretty much all you have to do. Um, there you go. Tony, have you made your video yet? I have not. I have not. As you know, I, I'm not eligible. So I, but I, I know, could, but, but if anybody, I make, if anybody's gonna try to like put like a fake mustache on and a fake account, it's Tony Duffy. That's right. Yeah. Well, I I have to get. I have to wait. You know, I can't just do it right away. I have to. I have to wait till people forget that I could do that, and then I'm I'm gonna do it. But right now, I have not made that video. <laughs> I would love to see what you come up with. And uh, when I'm talking about Tony Deppio coming up with some stuff, he comes up with some great stuff, great content. And, uh, you know, there's no exception this week where uh, where Tony has uh, written an article about the time he almost, and I say almost, interviewed one Antonio Brown. Uh, can you briefly tell us about that, Mr. Deppio? Uh, yes, yeah, so well, I think it was uh... – I want to say August of 2017. You know, because I'm sure you're you're the same way. You get emails from people all the time, uh, you know, asking for you know, to to write something or, or to interview people, and you know, you usually don't have you know an opportunity to do it because you you know you have a job, you know, you, you know uh, writing for the behind the curtain, so you know it's usually not logistically possible. 
But it was possible. A guy approached me, a promotional guy from Campbell Soup. I guess I'm allowed to say Campbell Soup. He approached me and, and via email. I guess he approached a lot of people, I'm, I'm assuming, and asked if I would if I would interview Antonio Brown, you know, for that fill-up promotion they were doing a couple of years ago where he went to Thomas Jefferson. as the head coach of Thomas Jefferson and filled in and coached the kids while the head coach ate some Campbell soup on the sideline. It was pretty neat, you know. And thought of doing this, I'm not going to lie, I was petrified. I've never interviewed anybody of relevance in my life. You know, so I, you know, especially uh, Antonio Brown at that time was the greatest football player in the world. I good despite everything that happened. But at that moment, I thought he was the greatest football player found in the NFL. I think it was just that good. And, you know, eventually I, I agreed. I set myself up to do it. My friends helped me talk me, myself into it. And uh, I emailed the guy back, and I said, all right, I can do this. I, I will do this. And uh, he said, okay, good. Uh, bring your camera crew with you. And uh, you know, I guess he thought I was like a, a professional, like a full-time writer. And when he said that, it just I just chickened out. I'm not going to lie. I chickened out. And... Uh, I never really got to do that. But um, Simon Chester, from my agent, he mentioned me yesterday, our, our very own Simon Chester, he actually did get to interview Antonio a few times, for, you know, when, when he was with another site, and he did it over the phone because Chester, or I'm sorry, Simon lives in England, so he got he got to do it. So that was a pretty cool thing to read yesterday morning. So that was my experience. And I made a lot of that stuff up just for community. In fact, for some reason, I had Norm McDonald in my head when I was writing that stuff. You know, I had his voice in my head when I was writing some of that stuff. <laughs> but I figured, I figured I'd, yeah, I figured I'd try to make it funny, you know, because, I mean, you know, this guy's, well, you know, the, the memes on Facebook, I mean, I've been roasting on Facebook ever since I wrote my little Mike Tomlin thing about a month or so ago, so I figured I'd thread it in there just to, you know, prove how, you know, unprofessional I actually am, even though I, I try to do my best to create great content. I'm still not, you know, up there with the likes of the main writers and the Steelers network. So I just thought it was a fun thing to write. It was a true experience, but I wanted to add some comedic flair to it. It was a lot of fun for me to write. So That's really cool. And I, that's why you got to read Tony's stuff. And when you look at, uh, and when you look at behind the still curtain um, as a whole, there's so many different directions you can go in. Um, if you desire straight, just straight breaking news, Behind the filter. If you're looking at, uh, you know, film study and, uh, you know, draft analysis, um, it's, it's for you as well. If you're looking for fun stuff, that's, I mean, that's the stuff Tony does. That's the stuff I try to do. I try to do uh, a lot of nostalgia stuff and uh, just a lot of fun stuff as well. That's fun to do. Um, when I heard about that and I read that, it made me think of, uh, I had an opportunity to, uh, interview Jerome Bettis last year. Um, I would have had to, uh, it was for, uh, it was a promotion, and I uh, I had to uh, go to Pittsburgh, and I didn't want to call off work, and I had, it was my wife's birthday, there were all kinds of things, and everyone's telling me to go do it, go do it, and I just, I mean, after a few emails, I just I just politely declined, and, and I hope to get another opportunity. My, uh, my biggest interviews in my lifetime was one of the guys from Night Ranger, and uh, the woman who on the internet um, crushes beer cans with her boobs. 
Um, those <laughs> were my two biggest interviews. And, uh, and I still have a concussion from 1994 in the interview with the, the, uh, the beer can crushing boob lady because it was in person. <laughs> and she, uh, she hit me with them. And uh, it was Super Bowl weekend. And I'll never forget, I did this, I was on a local radio station in Johnstown, PA, and I'll never forget, how I had to have a concussion because, you know when you're playing backyard football and you uh, you hit yourself on, you hit yourself, you bounce off, and like, I'm having post-concussion syndrome right now, I like to talk about it, but when you knock your head on the ground and you get up and you just feel it for like four days straight. Oh, yeah. I've been there. That. That's what this was, and this was from a woman with 122 triple Z size breasts. So, um, and not the guy from Night Ranger, which that was a cool thing too. Because I mean, I always loved Sister Christian. Big fan of Night Ranger, Midnight Madness, great album, underrated. Check it out. But anyways, uh, that's that's my big interview. I haven't had huge sports interviews. I've uh, I've had the opportunity to do a few, and I know some will come. But I don't think uh, anything could really uh, surpass that of the boob lady. Maybe that's my next article because I know I always watch it. So uh, with that being said, Tony, it was a great conversation as always. We we talked a lot of Steeler football. We talked about some sports legends. Um, as always, I appreciate your time. Enjoy the rest of your holiday. And uh, we will see you soon. So, Tony, thank you. Uh, thank you, Brian. And as always, it was a great, fun conversation. I like, I love, I had a lot of fun tonight, and we covered a lot of topics. And uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your holiday. And I will see you next week. I am off to trivia, my friend, to uh, go ahead and uh, try to defend our title. So, with that being said, for Tony Defio, for behind the steel curtain, I am Brian Anthony Davis, and you, friends, have just been hungover. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.